Welcome back. Thanks for tuning in to season two of the More Jody podcast. I'm the girl who says what everyone is thinking, unapologetically myself all the time. Trust me, I was born this way and it really can't be stopped. This season, I'm sharing powerful conversations and we go deep right off the hop. Sometimes I'm even thrown off by it. Nothing is off the table. The goal of this podcast is that you will laugh, cry, and realize that you're not alone in your struggles, your challenges, your hopes, your dreams. But I have a warning for you. These conversations will make you want to do more, dig deeper, get honest and curious with yourself, and live braver, bolder lives. Thanks for coming along for the ride. Hey friends, happy Wednesday. Um, I've had a couple weeks off here, but I'm super excited to be back with you. I'm kind of like funny in my head today. I'm actually sitting on the ferry between Vancouver and Vancouver Island. And so there's a bit of a hum in the background. I apologize, but I have struggled in this last week and a half and I've had so many things about like, what do I want to talk about on the podcast? And then I'm like, well, I don't want them to know that. (laughs) And the, the podcast feels like such a vulnerable piece of my life. Um, I always tell myself that really like no one listens to it or like none of my family or I don't know, not like I talk about family on here, but I just notice when someone's like, oh my gosh, I heard your podcast. Like instantly I'm full of terror, (laughs) which is so funny, but I think it's because I'm really honest on here and really vulnerable. This podcast feels like a really secret place in my heart and yet if you felt secretive about something, why would you put it on a podcast? So I realize that's super funny, but I kind of wanted to dig in a little bit to the insecurity I've been dealing with in the last couple of weeks and how ironic it is. So I hope this resonates with you and makes some sense, but I've been chatting with different people lately about the steps in their life. And I have different people who are feeling like they're not necessarily in the career they want, or they're not necessarily, um, Like they feel like there's something else for them, but they're kind of like, they can't touch it and they can't feel it. And mostly they're so distracted because there's so much noise. So I think what I've been thinking about is that in every area, change begins with a single step, which can be like, we make everything so big and so hard. Right. And so, um, change just begins with a single step. So Your next meal can be that your next is not can be is your next great opportunity to feed yourselves with life giving food. And when you think like that, you're like, oh, wow, that's like kind of funny. And it puts a lot of onus on us about our choices and choices are something I'm really excited to talk to you about today. But your next choice may be a small one, but it always leads to something else. Like if you eat cheese for two weeks and not other foods, like you won't be pooping. So it's like all of your choices create ripple effects and impact. And did you know that on average humans make 35,000 choices a day? This is why Steve Jobs wore a black t-shirt and jeans because he had so many important choices to make that he didn't want to waste and get decision fatigue. He didn't want to waste his choices on things like his wardrobe. So I think that's like really interesting and inspiring. And if you, if you have a closet that's like way too full or you have a house with clutter everywhere, like these things, I'm going to get more into noise later, but these things create so much noise in our lives. And the more we, I want to say pare down or get rid of stuff, shut off background noise, the clearer we actually get in who we want to be, where we want to go, um, how to live intentionally and how we show up in the world. So 
I have spent many hours on the road driving through British Columbia and Alberta in the past few weeks, and I trust Google Maps, Google Maps exclusively as my truth on the road, okay? And I think try to think back of like my honeymoon when we were in Seattle fighting on the road. I'm trying to read a paper map, and it's just it's not good. Um, and so when Google Maps gets confused, you can end up like in a long detour. It was funny because for my friends listening who are from where I'm from, there's a town called Revelstoke and it's in the middle of the mountains between Alberta and BC. And they were doing, I pulled up to a sign. I'm, you know, I'm on the road. I've gassed up. I've got my water. I'm ready to go for a long, you know, section of highway. And I see the sign that's like avalanche. What was it? Basically like damage control. Like their head, sorry, their avalanche control. There hadn't been an avalanche yet, but I think they blasted out with like bombs or something. Anyways, so they closed the highway. And so I was like, oh my gosh, okay, well, like, I don't know where I am, so I better put it back in my phone. And I didn't wait to talk to the little lady holding, so I'm probably not even supposed to call her a lady. We'll talk about that in the podcast too. But there was a, a woman up ahead holding like, you know, the slow sign or the turnaround sign or whatever. And I didn't wait to talk to her. I turned my car around, went back to Revelstoke, got out my Google Maps and it was like, take this other road. So I'm like, okay, I found a detour. Great. But no, I'm not even looking at my notes. Um, our detours are where we actually really see the sights, right? And learn about ourselves. And when you're on a detour though, you notice how vulnerable you feel, like always waiting for the next arrow to tell you where to go. Or if you're, you know, in your car, um, waiting for, you know, Google Maps to resort itself or whatever. Um, but you're always aware that you're really at risk of being lost, because as much as we've come to rely on Google Maps, it's not like an ultimate source of truth. It is, it, is, um, it is likely to fail. We are likely to not have service. Like different things can go wrong. So anyways, I went back through Revelstoke, thought like I told a few people that I was going to see, like, you know, I'm kind of a little bit lost, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a detour. It'll be no problem. And then I get back up to the same person holding a sign from a different angle. And I was like, what? So Google Maps is limited in its wisdom and led me right back through town, like out a different road to the same place. So then finally I connected with the person who had the information and said, Hey, what's the deal? She's like, there is no detour from here. You just have to go sit and wait for two hours in town. So, you know, it's that sort of thing where if I had just trusted and not gone to a different source or not checked my source or whatever, I could have ended up like who knows where. She was like the other detours, by the way, that are an option for you are going to add a half day to your journey. So that was like really interesting um, kind of little backstory. And every choice you make every day can lead you closer to the vision for your life or further away. So, and if you have no idea to how, how to find vision or if you feel like that's an annoying thing people say, I would encourage you to check out um, some episodes I have on finding vision in your life and like creating what do you want your life to look like, being aware of what that looks like. Um, it's funny because at 37, I wrote out who I wanted to be at 47. And once I had written it out, like a lot of the pieces fell together and I'm 39. So once you write stuff down a lot of times about where you want to go, you just get there sooner. And that's where people are like, the universe got me there. I'm like, no, God got you there. And your willingness to listen and take the right steps. Cause I'd love to give the universe credit, but like God made the universe. So I'm just going to give him the credit. So episodes season one, episode 13, 24 and 27 are all really good ones. Um, In the same way, I preach choice with my kids constantly. You can choose anything, but you need to be aware of the potential outcomes. 
right? And so it's like going back to that, that's like a funny, weird thing, but that eating cheese, eating too, like not eating well, not taking care of your body. We all know how that looks. And yet we all still, like I literally just ate, oh, it was so good on the ferry, a cheeseburger, sweet potato fries, and a pop, okay? So I know I'm not gonna feel that great later. I'm not gonna feel maybe energized to go for a walk because of the choice I made. So we take our choices a lot of times though. We, do, we spend a lot of energy and that's like giving away your power, blaming for our own choices. So I know I'm one for that. Like, oh my gosh, my genetics suck. That's why I've gained weight. Or I couldn't put down my fork. There's a few things there. So learning to stop blaming, take ownership, get clear. Um, so you're going to learn a lot from that detour, but you just might not like it. And so teaching my kids about choice, I'm trying to teach them to think critically. So as you all know, I have some pretty serious thoughts about sex and abstinence and it's just mind-blowing to me. You have scenarios where you look at the scenario from the outside. Like if you watch a show for any length of time, you're like, oh wow, like sex really complicated that for them. Or you look at teens having sex and all the drama and struggle that causes. And I think about the choices people make out of insecurity and stuff. So yeah, the, my view of sex isn't uh, on trend or popular, but I just think so much can go wrong and you can protect yourself from so much pain by not sleeping around. But I have some pretty serious thoughts about sleeping around. As you may have heard in my podcast where I talk about um, my virginity... <laughs> in the last few months. So I'm bringing that up because it it plays into where I'm going further down here in the conversation. But, um, so, so moving on a little bit, I want you to take a second and try and view yourself from the outside. So what do others see when they approach you? What do your kids see when they ask you a question? Who do your kids see? Who are you from the outside looking in? A lot of times we see people in life like celebrities or you know, authors we respect or whatever, like are powerful, like world leaders or people who've like changed the face of like racism or like different things that those kind of people that really blow your mind, like Rosa Parks or those different things where you're like, how did she do that thing? How did she have the courage for that situation? We always talk about these people and we look at them as inspiration, but I don't know. We spend a lot of time thinking like, how can I be more like that? So if I admire courage, boldness, in some, and boldness in someone else, am I living that way? So if someone looks at me from the outside, am I living that courageous, bold life that I admire? So what I realized this week was that I don't think I am living fully authentically. So if who I want to be is more, I want to be someone who's more bold and more courageous and makes you want to be bolder, well, then I need to live that way. So I need to think that if someone saw me from the outside, that's how they'd see me. And so if I need to, what things in my life do I need to tweak to get me closer to that person I want to be? Um, so like ironic, but this battle within myself in these last few weeks, um, like I said, I get nervous when someone finds out I have a podcast because I feel exposed, which is so funny and ironic. I preach authenticity all the time but I'm afraid to tell you what I believe for fear of being canceled. Talk about like super hypocritical, right? It's so funny though, because I've had so many things lately, like little things where I realize I have so many reasons for people to cancel me, like more, more than ever. And they're just mounting. Um, someone actually recently apologized for calling me a girl. And I was like, can I ask, can I, can we talk about that? And I think here's the thing. I think we need to be willing 
to talk to people, to like have a conversation and ask questions, like always framing it from asking questions. I feel like that's really healthy curiosity. Right. Um, and so I just said, why would you apologize? And they're like, well, I shouldn't assume you're a girl. Okay. Well, like for anyone who knows me, I'm like the most girly girl. I said, but like, I thought pronouns, no, I shouldn't even get into this because I'm also a little bit confused, but I said, I thought that I was supposed to tell you she, her, so that you knew that's what I am and that I'm cool with that. And they were like, well, no, I should call everybody, everybody or whatever. And I said, well, I'm actually like a super proud female. And I feel very thankful that I don't struggle with any identity in my gender. I feel I have, I've loved being a woman. I couldn't even fathom being a guy like my whole life. And why do I need to feel, why do, why would I be offended if you called me by what I clearly am? There's no confusion here. It's very clear. And he's like, well, it's just kind of like offensive to be a woman. I'm like, what? So this is the thing is if I want to be someone who doesn't just, um, agree with everything, like that's not who I want to be. I want to challenge things I disagree with. I want to teach my kids to challenge things that they disagree with. No one should tell me I can't be a proud female ever. This is who I am. I'm allowed to be this. If, if we're all allowed to be what we want to be, why can't I still be a proud female? So it's kind of like just an interesting, a really interesting piece. So I've learned, I've been realizing lately that those are things you don't talk about though. You're not allowed to talk about that. You're not supposed to maybe be a proud female anymore. And, but why, if someone else gets to be what they want to be, why do I have to stop being what I always was. And so I think I'm going to get more controversial. (laughs) Just kidding. Or whatever. I think I've been realizing too that I've been dealing with these thoughts that as a conservative Christian in 2022, I'm sort of in an identity crisis because there's a lot of stuff that I just don't agree with. And in the past, you were allowed to not live your... Everyone lived differently and that's just what made us multifaceted. And now I'm like not allowed to be a proud female anymore. And I'm just so confused. And I always say like the devil is just deception. There's just so much deception and confusion, right? So I know who I want to be and I know what type of of courage in others inspires me. So when I look at myself like that and I'm not being authentic to who I am and I'm not being honest because everyone's canceling everyone. And if they cancel me, like who cares? Who cares? So there's so much noise in our world and we are so programmed to want to fit in or to be liked or we're also programmed to be afraid, you know, and the noise around us, the social media, like that is so full of noise. The news, which I sure hope you've turned off by now, um, because if not, you're being bought and I don't know that you even knew you were for sale. So be very careful with the news and then who you hang out with. There can be noise, good and bad right? From the people you hang out with or toxic people around you. And I know for me that like the only safe place to find my identity is in God. And I want a pure source, not a worldly source, which means I can't get it from anyone around me. That's not where my identity comes from. And so, and if I want to be one of those people that I'm proud has an opinion and I'm proud of their strength and I'm proud of their courage and their boldness, then I need to keep stepping out and I need to like shut off the background noise so that I stay clear on my path of how I want to impact people, how I want to lead people. And all of that background noise keeps you 
in a state driving around Revelstoke distracted and confused because the source I'm following is it doesn't have the most up-to-date information or the most accurate. It's not the most accurate source of truth. So we have to be really careful where we're getting our truth and what we're following. And I recently had an experience with a girl. Um, I was her leader in business for a few years, more than a few years, actually. And I had poured so much into her. I see so much promise and hope, and she's way younger than me. And I see parts of myself. I see um, someone who is on the cusp of like not go, not rising to their full potential, but if they have people around them that really believe in them, they'll rise up. And so she's just someone I really poured my heart into. And then without even talking to me, heard something that could be a rumor for all she knows and totally canceled me and like didn't talk to me and just stopped talking to me. And I was like so shocked by it. And yet it shows such a level of immaturity. Um, but I think it, it was just a good lesson that you can't hold tight to the things in this world because you can pour yourself into someone and they can cancel you at the drop of a hat without even talking to you. And that kind of just feels like that's what the world does. There's no explanation. It's just, and it's very much trending, I would say. I've been saying trending a lot in this episode, but that's really how I feel about it. And I think that that's why you can't get too attached to the things or the people in this world because without even a conversation they can just leave you behind and that's kind of it's disappointing and it's sad so I listened today to the Ed Milet podcast with Robin Sharma and I have to say Robin Sharma said so many things that I just disagreed with as far as kind of how he views life he did have two really good quotes though that I'm going to share with you. I think what I thought about Robin Sharma listening to him on that Ed Milet podcast was in the same way that that Robin Sharma is going to go out and say certain things about how he views spirituality or whatever. Um, I want to go out and say what I believe because I want that impact and I want that voice in the world. And so it was kind of interesting. Like I didn't agree with Robin. I didn't cancel him. And I'm still going to give you a couple of his quotes. Um, but that's kind of how I think we should be heading more that way. Willing to listen to each other and then safe to disagree and safe to see things differently because there's just too many people on this planet to think that we should all feel the same way. That's how we fall into communism. Just kidding. Kidding, not kidding. Um, Robin Sharma said, your daily behavior reflects your deepest beliefs. He also said, your behaviors always align with your identity. So that kind of puts the action before the belief. And so I do think that he's right, that that's how we live. Um, There's a, this is not a, this, I think this is maybe a Bible verse. I'm going to say this terribly and someone's going to be like, that's not a Bible verse, but there's a Bible verse somewhere that says, oh my gosh, I'm going to wreck this. Basically, whatever pours out of your life is because of what you've poured in. So out of your mouth comes the state of your heart. So if you are an angry, volatile, mean person, like that is not going to be stay hidden for long. Um, and so the way Robin Sharma says it, like I said, is the action before the belief. And so I want to turn that around. I, I, I want my identity to dictate how I behave. So who, like where I'm coming from, out of that I make choices. 
So if I am solid and clear on who I am and why I'm on earth today, I want that to be the place from where I make choices. I want that to be the place from where I parent my children. But if we don't know who we are and we don't know what we believe, we've just become noisy gongs and we've become really wishy-washy. How do you raise your kids off of wishy-washy? It makes me think too of how like back in the day, people didn't want to talk to their kids about sex because then they thought they would have it. (laughs) Well, guess what? People always kept having sex. And um, my mom talk to us, she'd be like, Oh, Jody, I think she talked to us so much about sex that I, it didn't feel mysterious or it felt like I understood sex and the beauty as well as the repercussions if it's not handled the right way. Right. And we all make mistakes and we learn from those detours and stuff for sure. Or we should be trying to learn from all of them. But I definitely think we need to come back to knowing who we are to begin with. And if we don't know what we believe and if we constantly compromise our beliefs or give them up because the world doesn't like them, like that's not okay. Um, So I know that I want to submit my heart every day to God. I want to walk in his truth and follow his plan for my life. And for me, as like there are a lot of people who think of like I don't see Christianity like for myself as religion at all I see it as a relationship with God where every day I come back and spend time with him talking to him and like this last week I hardly did that being away and boy can I tell and I I have to think that's where those insecurities came from um at work where I started to doubt myself I started to want to be liked I wanted to fit in and all of a sudden I'm like I don't like people who are like, I don't like it when people are just like everybody else and not true to themselves. The people you like the most when you meet them are just so authentically themselves that you just can't help but love them because they're so real. And so I just want to be real, but that requires me to submit my heart to God because otherwise I'm going to give into what the world, who the world wants me to be, which is also very confusing because you really can't figure out what the world wants. Um, but I walk, want to walk in God's truth and follow his plan for my life. I want to function out of a functioning relationship with the Holy Spirit where God fills me up. Where when I ask God to give me love for a person, he gives me so much that I like, I just know it wasn't for me because I'm not that full of love <laughs> for one. This is probably a lot for some of you to hear. Um, but the biggest thing I want you to get out of this is who is leading you on your map Do you have an identity? Do you know who you are? Are you compromising everything you think and believe because this world says everything you think and believe is no longer on trend? And then that's a bad idea because those that world could cancel you in a hot minute. And guess what? If this world cancels me, I'm still a child of God. It doesn't change where I'm going. It doesn't change my identity. It doesn't change how I parent because God's not going to cancel me. And so I keep picturing people lost with no foundational truth to um, direct their lives. And that's like me driving around Revelstoke. And then I go back to identity, like I said, and struggling with insecurity when I was at work meeting people and shaking hands and worried that I wouldn't be liked. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, like people are my jam. Like this isn't an area I need to feel insecure. And that's where I'm like, that's the devil again. And at the end of the day, God loves me even if no one else does. And as much as I like to be popular, I don't need to be popular. And people will just cancel me tomorrow. um, And it doesn't change my identity. 
So anyways, I don't know how that resonates with you. I realize that might seem weird, but it was just some of my really deep thoughts this week on who do I want to be, you know, and how much I think, I think my voice deserves a place in this world, just like yours does. But let's make sure we're showing up authentically. And I admit it, struggling a little bit with that hypocrisy at times, but trying to keep it real and be honest about it. So thanks for showing up today. I hope you have an awesome week and I hope this helps you live a little differently. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast today. I am so honored that you would spend your time here with me. I hope you were challenged and I hope this helps you change your life for the better. Have a great day. Please like subscribe and tell all your friends about this podcast.